Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Come on, put your hands together for our senior pastor, Pastor Israel Martinez. Praise the Lord. Come on, give it up for the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Come on, just give him a, a minute of praise. He deserves all the praise and worship. He's a mighty God. He's here. Praise the Lord. I'm excited about this word. Amen. You may have a seat, but don't sit your praise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Um, we're going to read a little bit. Amen. So if you have your iPad, your phones, your actual original Bible, please take it out and, and just let's read together the scripture so you can get a little bit of the backdrop of what's going on in this story. I believe that is a revelation of the Lord to bless each and every one of us in a mighty way. If we are able to open our understanding, our mind to perceive what God is talking to us about. I believe that we will walk in victory and I believe that we will walk in purpose. Amen. And, and just with authority and power. I, I, don't let this one go by. Don't let this one slide you by. Amen. Focus here and, and just just catch the revelation amen and run with it tonight and we're going to be reading from second kings chapter 13 verse 14 to 19 i say it again um first um, second kings sorry um verse thir um chapter 13 verse 14 to 19 amen i'm just going to give you a second for you to find that with me amen praise the lord and we titled this message today strike your arrows strike your arrows amen praise the lord Amen. Hallelujah. How many know that God is good and he is here? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And, and we read um, 2 Kings chapter 13, verse 14, 19, and it reads, Elijah had become sick and with the illness of which he would die. That is very um, profound right there. That's, you have to catch that. You have to catch that. He's about to die. Amen with the illness that he currently has. And, and then Joash, King Joash, the king of Israel, came down to him and wept over his face and said, Amen. Oh, my father, my father, the chariot of Israel and their horsemen. And Elijah said to him, take a bow and some arrows. So he took himself a bow and some arrows. Then he said to the king of Israel, Put your hands on the, on the bow. So he put his hands on it. And Elijah put his hands on the king's hand. And he said, open the east window. And he opened it. Then Elijah said, shoot. And he shot. And he said, the arrows of the Lord's deliverance. And the arrow of deliverance from Syria. In other words, he was saying, the Lord's arrow of victory the Lord's arrows, the, the arrows of victory over Syria. For you must strike the Syrians until you have destroyed them. Verse 18 says, then he said, take the arrows. So he took them, took them. And he said to the king of Israel, strike the ground. Say with me, strike the ground. I'll say that again. Let's see, we're all here again. Strike the ground. I'll say it again. I think you need more and more uh, to come alive tonight. Come on. Strike the, ground. Strike the ground. Amen. So he struck three times. Say with me three times. And stopped. And then the man of God was angry with him and said, you should have struck five or six times. Then you will have struck Syria till you have destroyed it. But now you will strike Syria only three times. Only three times. Praise the Lord. Father, I pray it's been eight years I've been pastoring this church here in Port St. Lucie, and this is the first time I preach about this. And I believe that there's a reason for it, and I believe it's a timely word for someone here today that God is about to take you to a new dimension, to, to a greater purpose if you're able to understand his word today. Because many of us have grown weary and tired, and God is saying tonight, strike the ground again. Say with me, strike the ground again. Say with me again. 
So to understand this a little bit and understand it a little bit, let's go back and, and understand who is Elijah. You know, Elijah is the one who, who followed and one of the prophets who followed Elijah, which uh, had an anointing over his life. And when Elijah was taken up, uh, amen, by the Lord, Elijah asked God, asked um, the prophet for the, uh, for, the sec, for the double portion of the Holy Spirit. Amen. He didn't ask for gold. He didn't ask for pro, uh, to be famous. He didn't ask for prosperity. He asked for the double portion. I don't know what you're asking for, but this man asked for the double portion of this prophet. I'm, I'm asking somebody here, hallelujah, to begin to ask for the spiritual things. And when you ask for the spiritual thing, God will begin to release all the natural things. But you need to walk in the spirit to in order to conquer the natural. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. How many here want the double portion? I believe we need an anointing for the times that we're living now. I think we believe, I believe that we need a covering from the Lord in order to be more than conquerors in this land that we're living in right now with all so much wickedness happening. So this is the backdrop. This man, the Bible says that his predecessor, Elijah, had, um, had done about eight miracles. But Elijah, the Bible says, had done, hallelujah, 16 miracles. How many know that God is a God, a, a true God, a God of purpose that when he says something happened, he, he asked for the double, he did double miracles. That's what's registered in the Bible. He asked for double and he got double. Amen. How many know that God will give you a blessing for your trouble? Come on. How many know God will give you a double blessing for your trouble? Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. This is the man closest to Jesus who had uh, performed 37 miracles. That's how powerful this man was for the people of Israel. He was a true prophet. Amen. That the voice of God would speak to him. And he would speak as if it was God speaking at that time. He was anointed. He was so anointed that when he died after the story, when he passed away, his bones were buried and some, some, some thieves threw a body, a, a, a person, a dead person, and those dead person uh, touched his bones, amen, and that person resurrected. Come on, that's another miracle, even while he was dead. You have people in the church that are alive and can't can't resurrect nobody. Come on. Can't lift nobody up. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. His bones were on fire. Are your bones on fire right now? That's spiritual. That's spiritual. Money can't buy that. So here we find what's going on here. Here at the backdrop with this king, this king lineage and his father was very corrupt and evil. They will lead Israel to idolatry. And, and, and they were far away from God, and his son inherited the kingdom, amen, and he, he, became, he, he began to operate in the same fashion, amen. He, he knew of God, but he did not love God to the point that he would put his people to worship the Lord. But the time came when the man of God, the prophet, the voice of that nation was about to pass, Amen. It was about to die, and he must have heard about it as being king, and he said, let me go visit the prophet. Let me go visit the prophet. And when he gets there, he cries out. And he begins to cry and say, uh -uh, Father, Father, chariots. Horsemen and chariots. That sounds like what Elijah had said when his, his predecessor had was taken. So here you see a man, before we continue on, here you see a man, a king that's corrupt. A king that has no relationship with God. But understand that there are men of God that God speaks to them. Men of God, they, they, they carry the voice of God. They carry purpose. And he humbled himself and he went because he cared. How many know that when you care for your leaders, when you care for, for the man of God, when you show up, although you backslide, although you're not really fully committed, but when you come to the, to the church and when you come and bless your leaders and bless your pastors, how many know God has a prophetic word for you when you come humble? Amen. When you humble yourself, God is a God of second chances. I'm talking to somebody that's been backsliding. I'm talking to somebody that's far away. I come to tell you, although you may be far away from the Lord, tonight is your night that God wants to speak to you as this man. As this king arrived, God began to speak to him. I mean, I love the fact that when he comes in and he comes in crying, the Bible said that he wept in the face uh, of, of the prophet. But the prophet immediately, instead of, amen, just uh, um, talking about himself and that he's about to die, he takes him by the hand and begins to talk, speak to him a prophetic word. He overrides his feelings. And begins to talk to him. Begins to tell him and give him direction of what God is about to do. Oh, I, I wonder how many here. Look at, look at Elijah. He's about to die. 
And he's not talking about himself. He's not talking about, oh, poor me, look at me. Oh, I served God to this point, so many miracles, and now I'm going to die of this illness. Where is my God? Why doesn't God uh, uh, heal me? Come on, somebody. Have you ever seen people like that? That the minute affliction come, the minute attacks come, they begin to question God and begin to say, where are you? But here's a prophet. Here's a man of God that's seizing a moment to bless someone else in the midst of his crisis. In the midst of his dilemma, he's willing to help someone else. He's willing to speak over someone else. He's willing to encourage someone else. He's willing to lift up somebody else. He didn't care. He was able to function in his gifts. I'm looking for people that can function in their gift, although they're being processed. I'm looking for people, that, God is looking for people that can function in their prophetic gifts, although they're being processed, although they don't understand their season, although they might be going through affliction, or, or may they have lost some things, or some doors have shut, and you still can say, you know what, although I'm going through this, I'm going to bless the brother that's next to me, although I'm going through this, I'm going to give God the worship and the praise he deserves, no distraction, come on somebody, hallelujah, he wasn't concerned for self, he didn't have a victim mentality. He wasn't crying and saying, look at my situation. Look what I'm going through. But he said, you know what? I got a word for this brother. He finally turned his life around. He finally realized that there's a man of God here. And let me seize this opportunity to speak over his life. And he touches him. He said, he touches him. He says, in other words, focus. Touch your neighbor and tell him, focus. He said, you might be going through a storm, but I need you to focus right now. Focus. Hallelujah. Maybe people left your side. Focus right now. Maybe people no longer are supporting you or helping you or on your side. God is telling you, focus. I got a word from you that's going to take you to a new level. I got a word for you that's going to lift you up. I got a word for you that's going to take you to new dimension. Focus. Maybe they're no longer with you. Maybe they don't want to support you. Maybe they don't want to be around you. And God is saying, hallelujah, dry your tears. That's what the prophet said. You know, this man came, hallelujah, he was, he was sad. He was distracted. He was being processed. And the prophet said, you know what? I don't got time to entertain this. You know what? God is a God that will take you in your season. When you expect God to speak to you about what you're going through, he's saying, I don't got time to speak to you about that because I'm about to take you to a better place, to a higher place. See, God is not a God that's going to entertain what the devil is doing or what the enemy is doing. He says, I'm greater. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. I'm going to take you higher. Many, many times we want God to speak to us about what we're going through. And the prophet didn't, didn't even address them as king. Didn't even address them or, or speak to him about anything else but thus says the Lord. This is what you're going to do. Come on, somebody. What's happening in our lives, what's going on, and what we're confronting doesn't matter. What matters is what, what God is about to do in your season. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of the same thing. I'm tired around, of going around in a circle in the desert. I want to see his glory. I want to see the miracles and wonders. I want to see what God had predestined for my life. I know I got purpose. Say with me, I got purpose. That's you. Say with me, I got purpose. I got destiny. I got hallelujah. God has great plans for my life. And the enemy has sent distraction, but I'm here, Lord. Speak to me. Speak to me. So everything that's going on here is symbolic. It's symbolic. It's prophetic. And I need you to capture it today. Do you have a praise today? He tells them, take the bow. Tells them, take the bow. Here's a man that's crying. And all of a sudden the prophet says, you know, shift your mentality. Take your, take your weapon. Do you have a weapon? Do you have a weapon? I don't. I, I got a weapon. This is my bow right here. Come on, somebody. Do you got a bow? Do you got a bow? Do you got a phone with the Bible? Hallelujah. App? Come on. Hallelujah. Let me see your weapon right now. Pick it up. Pick it up. Pick it up. He told him, take the bow. Take the bow. You see, there was a war going on. The Syrians want to destroy Israel because of their disobedience. God put them there. But here now, God wants to transition this, this, man, this king to another level. And he tells her immediately, take the bow. This is before I die. I need you to tell, I need to tell you what God wants you to tell, what God wants me to tell you. And he takes the bow. But when he takes the bow, the prophet put his hands on it. 
Before, he's able, he, before he can even shoot anything, the prophet put his hands on it. I come to tell you right now that you might have a bow, but you need God all over it. Come on, somebody. You can't do it alone. You, I, don't, I, don't know the, I don't know the plans that God has for you. I don't know the weapon you have, but you can't go to battle without God endorsing it, with God, without God walking with you. Amen. And the prophet had to put his hands. That's typical God putting his hands all over your purpose. And when God puts his hand, you don't fail. Come on, somebody. He says, take the bow. The bow is God. It's God taking you and propelling you to your destiny. You need God's hand for victory. You can't walk this path alone. You need God's hands all over you. How do you get God's hands all over it? Obedience. God is asking you for obedience. I don't know how many messages has come by this church. Have you activated that word? There are instructions that God gives us daily and weekly and sometimes we miss it because we don't understand it and it looks stupid, it looks ignorant, it looks like it doesn't matter and you lost what God was telling you. I need somebody to have spiritual ears. I need discernment. I need people to be open. I need people to be in a secret place and say, God, reveal to me your plans. Reveal to me your purpose. Hallelujah. I can't miss my moment. Hallelujah. Here's a, here's a, a prophet with his hands trembling. Of sickness about to die but his hand signifies the glory of God and the power of God he gave these arrows more he gave these arrows more force it gave those arrows amen power it was impartation amen all of us have an arrow but we need God all over that arrow come on somebody all of us has uh, have goals all of us have purpose but we need God all over that purpose come on we need God all over it hallelujah you have a weapon but you need God to anoint that weapon you need God to be all over that weapon I'm speaking to somebody that wants to be to, to go higher I don't know about you but I'm tired of being in the same place I said in the beginning of the year this is my year I don't care about COVID-19. I don't care what's happening. All the weapons of the enemy. I know what God said for my life. Hallelujah. And I want God all over it. I'll come to tell somebody here today. I want to. I want. Hallelujah. You, you have an idea. You want to open a business. You want to grow. But God's hands got to be on it. And when you decide to believe it, God will do it. You can't. It, it, the prophet says, go to the window. Go to the window. What does the, this is symbolic. What does the window means? The window means opportunity. Hallelujah. Many of us are scared. We don't go to the window. The window is here for you to see by faith what God is about to do before he does it. I need some window lookers. I need somebody to go in the window and say, I, I can't see it. I don't see the enemy. I don't know what God is about to do. But he said, go to the window. I'm going where God said. I'm going to step on it by faith. I'm going to walk by faith and not by sight. I'm going to believe God for what he promised. Hallelujah. I'm just going to look out the window. And when I look out, I see opportunity. I see destiny. I see my purpose. I see what God had promised me in my life. You can open the window and shoot, but God needs to be all over that shot. Leading it with purpose and with power. The arrows of the Lord's deliverance. When it says, it says for, first, the shout out first says, the arrow of the Lord's deliverance. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance. They put God first. The arrow of the Lord's deliverance. The deliverance over Syria. In other words, hallelujah, you might have a career that you want to get into. But first you got to put the Lord's deliverance over that career. And say first, you know what? God is going to take it. And then on that arrow, my purpose is going to be behind it. And God will guide it to his destiny with purpose. Hallelujah, with power, with authority. You've been shooting the arrows with no prayer. You've been shooting the arrow with not fasting. Oh, come on somebody. But when you put God first... And you shoot it and you release it. God takes it to his destiny. Somebody has to right now give God a praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord's arrow goes first and make a way. What did Daniel do? Daniel, hallelujah, when Daniel went, hallelujah, to his secret place, everybody talked about Daniel. Daniel opened the window. He wanted to show off that he was praying. No, that if you 
dig deep. When, when Daniel opened the windows, it was leading towards, it was looking and leading towards Israel. He was leading and looking at, at God, the Savior, Jerusalem. Come on, somebody. I'm looking at Jerusalem. I'm looking at where my Lord, my blessings come from, where my Savior come from. I'm saying, God, I'm going to pray my way through. This is my arrow. I'm going to sit here and pray and believe that the Lord is taking this arrow. Our arrows are weapons. I don't know if you have one tonight. My weapon, my first weapon is prayer. Come on, when I shoot that arrow in my secret place, amen, that's prayer. My, I have other arrows, amen, that are fasting. Hallelujah. Does anybody know how to fast in this place? Amen. Come on. I got arrows of commitment. I got arrows of home humility. I got arrows. Come on. What arrows do you have to shoot tonight? Somebody got to shoot arrows that will make a difference. Hallelujah. Somebody got to open up the windows of opportunities. I see businesses growing. Pastor, the Lord asked me to say this tonight. Entrepreneurs coming out of this place. More than what you've been seeing lately. Hallelujah. Those are arrows that have been released by faith. Those are arrows, amen, with purpose intertwined with God's purpose. They're saying, God, if you bless me, I will bless your kingdom. If you bless me, I will expand your kingdom. They're going together hand in hand. Come on, somebody. You got to put God all up in your blessings. You got to put God all up in your business. You got to put God, hallelujah, in your dreams. You got to put God in your career. You got Who am I preaching to right now? You got to put God, amen, in the vision he gave you. You got to walk with God. Without God, we can't do anything and we need faith we can't shoot without faith because you're not going to see your enemies but you're shooting believing that will be destroyed Elijah said to the king pick up your weapon even though he was in his, his liberty in his bedroom in the chamber of his bedroom come on somebody Everybody want to win battles. Battles are not won in the battlefield. They're won in a secret place. Hallelujah. Behind the scene. Battles are not won in the battlefield. They're won in the secret place. Hallelujah. They're won in holiness. They, won in, they are won in your war room. Come on, somebody. Even though they're not watching. Even though they, they, it feels like the enemy is unaffected by your prayers. But what you're doing, amen, where the final, the, the prayer in your secret place determines, hallelujah, the final outcome of your blessings. The Holy Spirit is asking for people to pray right now and believe God to activate the invisible realm in their favor, in the natural. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The enemy wasn't outside of Elijah's window, but God knew where he was. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody's walking, thinking, amen, I got to confront this. Don't confront it. Hallelujah. Don't go head on with it. Just leave God, let God do it. Hallelujah. Just pray and fast and believe God. Hallelujah. He can take care. Hallelujah. What the enemy's trying to, he fights. I don't know who I'm talking about. He fights your battle. You don't have to fight. Let God fight it. He's the invisible God that show up. When you need them. Let your arrow soar, to, soar tonight to the highest. We need our arrows to soar out of us, sending them in the direction of God, instruction for our lives. God daily gives us instructions. Are we obeying God's instruction? This king was given instructions and he's like confused and he's saying, What do you mean? Shoot out the window, there's no enemy. And you're telling me that these arrows, when I shoot them out, they will destroy the enemy. What are you telling me? God is telling you and speaking to you in the prophetic. God is speaking to you in the spiritual. What has he asked you to do and you haven't done? We need to start praying victory when we're staring down the barrel of defeat. We have to declaim, we have to proclaim victory, although we don't know how God is going to do it. So the prophet tells them, amen, hallelujah, now that you got the bow, now that you got, and, and you shot one arrow out the window, now I need you to, hallelujah, strike the ground, amen, grab all the bows that you have and begin to strike the ground so you can obtain victory. And the Bible said that the king had struck it three times, say with me, three times. And the prophet got upset and said, you should have struck it. One or two or three times more. And you would have defeated the enemy forever. Now you're only going to defeat him three times. Say with me, three times. You should have not stopped. And he got angry with him. Come on, somebody. 
Hallelujah. It was disobedient. It was, it was half, uh, half-hearted effort. How many are walking in that? That we don't give God everything. That sometimes we don't believe what God is speaking over our lives. We don't understand it. And God is speaking and saying, go more. Go deeper. How do you see me go the other, the extra mile? And he stopped at three. I don't know how many have stopped. You know, when God orders us to do something, we don't supposed to question what God has. We just do it. If we want victory. I say that again. We don't question what God asks us to do. The, uh, the orders that God gives us, we obey and we listen and we move by faith and not by sight. And we let God take control of the rest. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. We don't question God. We just say, God, whatever you say, I shall do. Amen. Hallelujah. Maybe, maybe, maybe you're in the position that you are because you stopped striking the ground. Maybe, hallelujah, your child hasn't come to church anymore because you stopped praying. Maybe you shouldn't pray two more days in the young, and your son would have come to Christ. Maybe your deliverance for healing would have come if you kept, kept fasting, if you kept hallelujah, banging on the, and striking the ground. I don't know how many people have stopped short, but God is saying to you today, strike it again. Strike it again. Keep pushing. I got some miracles for your life. I got purpose for your life. Keep pushing. Come on. Keep pushing. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe, you know, T.D. Jake, the great bishop T.D. Jake said it best. The best way to beat an invisible enemy is with our invisible weapon. The best way to beat an invisible enemy is to beat him with our invisible weapon. How many know the Holy Spirit? Amen. You can't see him, but you can feel him. Come on. Hallelujah. He's all over. He's all over. If he's with you today, give him your higher praise, right? Your highest praise right now. Hallelujah. 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 The point is that the king, hallelujah, surrender. He gave up. He gave up. His heart wasn't in it. He didn't understand the timing and the purpose. God is speaking to us and sometimes we just ignore it or you, or you pass it on to someone else. It's for you. Say it with me, it's for me. I've been stuck. I'm not growing. I have so many questions and I answer. Maybe you stopped praying. Maybe you gave up before seeing the fulfillment of the plans of God. How many of us find ourselves there that we're struggling and we give up and we're praying for certain things and the door doesn't open and we just release it and the devil wins? God is saying, keep banging, keep striking the ground, keep believing, hallelujah, keep pushing, hallelujah, touch the name of God, keep pushing, keep striking the ground until you reach your dreams and your goals. How many are dreaming and they stopped dreaming because the dream didn't take, didn't, didn't take flight? Hallelujah. If you would have hit it twice, just two more times. If you would have struck the floor, the ground twice, two more, two more, or maybe just one more time, one more time, you would have had deliverance. I don't know how many stopped praying and fasting and they gave up on their dreams or they gave up on their marriage and they gave up just one more time, God was saying. Just one more time. Just strike it one more time. I'm hearing you. Amen. I just want to see if you, are you all in? Come on, somebody. Just one more time and you stop. Amen. Hallelujah. And you stop. Maybe God is telling you today, all I need from you is just one more worship. Come on. Just one more worship and I'll give you my, your breakthrough. Maybe God is telling you today, all I need from you, maybe it's just one hand up. Maybe you can raise up your hands just one more time. Just one more time and I will give you deliverance off of the devil and the enemy and all weapon that has formed against you. Maybe one more time. Come on, just one more time. Maybe I just want you to worship, Master, just one more time. Just one more time. I need you to fall on your knees. Maybe God is looking for you to just cry one more time. You've been crying so much. You've been crying so much in your secret place and you don't see no results. You don't see no growth. You've been attacking, attacking. God is saying, I hear you. But this is by faith and not by sight. 
This is what's done in secret. The Bible says that what you do in secret, I will manifest it in public. Come on, somebody. It's in the secret place that God manifests. It's in the secret place where nobody sees you, but God sees you. Where nobody knows what you're doing, but God sees it. What you do in secret, the victory that you have now, is because what you've been doing in secret, in your secret place. Hallelujah. Maybe one more time. God wants you to break yourself in the altar in his presence like you used to do it before. And you stop. And you don't go get close to the altar and God is saying, strike me there one more time. I'm speaking to somebody here. Maybe if there's two people here, just strike me one more time in that area. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Maybe I need you to make one more phone call. Just strike and make that one more phone call. You know who you got to call. I just need to hear you call them so I can give you your victory. Strike me one more time. Hallelujah. Maybe I need you to cry one more time in my presence. One more time. Keep pushing. Keep banging. Keep believing. Keep pushing. Keep banging. Strike, strike for your victory. I'm not going to stop until I see the glory of God. I'm not going to stop until my children get saved. I'm not going to stop until my marriage is recuperated. I'm not going to stop until the door opens in the name of Jesus. Can I get somebody to strike, 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 strike the ground by faith. Strike the ground believing God. Strike it with your praise. Maybe I just need you to pray. Praise my name one more time. It may look like I'm crazy. That's what the king thought. And God is saying, just strike me. It's personal. It's personal. Maybe I just need you to give me your time one more time. Just lend me your ear one more time. You just got tired. Just lend me your ear one more time. Lend me your ear one more time. One more time. Believe me one more time. Believe me one more time. I see something happening. Somebody's banging. Come on, bang it. Strike with your feet right now. Strike with your feet. The yokes and the chains will break it if you strike me one more time. Maybe, just maybe I need you to forgive somebody one more time. He said to the king, if you would have striked them one more time, twice one more time, you would have ended your suffering. You would have ended your struggle. Maybe if you would have kept that course. Maybe, maybe you fasted for one day and I just needed two. And the flesh kicked in. And the distractions kicked in and you stopped believing. If you would have pushed, because I need, I, need, I, I need all of you. I need all of you. I need full commitment. I, I, wanna, I don't want to partially bless you. That's why you're going to defeat the enemy now just three times. But you could end the whole war. Hallelujah. God doesn't want to give no one here a partial victory. God wants you to give, wants to give you full victory. Complete victory. I don't know about you, but I'm tired of being played by the enemy. I want full victory. I'm banging for my mother. I'm banging for my family. I'm striking for my generation. I'm striking for the young people here. I'm striking for the church. I'm striking although I'm hurt, although I'm crying, although I don't know and I can't see. Strike, 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 strike. Strike for revival in the city. Strike. Maybe you don't hear the voice of God. Maybe you don't see nothing happening. He's telling you keep striking. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Keep praying. Keep praying. Maybe you got to love one more time. Pastor Len, maybe we got to love one more time that person that hates us. That person that rejected us. That person that betrayed us. That person that hurt us. God's saying, that's what's holding it. I can't, I can't do the full bricks. I can't fully bless you until you forget one more time. Until you strike that one more time. Strike it. 
Maybe it's that phone call you got to make. One more phone call. Then the victory. Then the blessing. Come on. Then the promise is complete. Come on, touch your neighbor. Tell him, don't get tired. Don't give up. Don't get tired. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. Hallelujah. Don't get discouraged. You've been tired. You've been weary. Hallelujah. Although you walk through the valley of shadow of death, keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Although you're in the valley of death, keep walking. That's striking. When you walk, you're striking. When you walk, you're striking by faith. You're believing by faith. That's what Jacob. That's why Jacob kept fighting with God. He said, I'm not going to let you go. I'm too unblessed. That's striking. He's striking. He could have gave up, but he said, I'm not letting you go until I get my blessing. I'm not letting you go until my family is saved. I'm not letting you go until my wife gets deliverance. I've been sick. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Strike. Don't let it go until you're blessed. Perseverance is what God is looking for. Those who persevere, persevere until the end, I will give them the crown of glory. Those who continue to strike, not seeing the enemy, not even knowing who is attacking you, but you're striking in victory. You're striking in faith. You're striking believing God. You are activated in the prophetic. Amen. You are believing God. Amen. I don't know how he's going to do it. It's not my concern. I just saw the whole picture. I looked out the window and the enemy wasn't there. But I visualize he's there. And I know my God is going to take that arrow. And it's not going to return void. And the enemy will fall. And the enemy against your life will fall. Against you and your job will fall. Against you and your marriage will fall. God, GPS never fails. When he sends it, and you send it by faith, it will get there. God's orders are to be obeyed, not questioned, to receive complete victory. Victory demands a word from God and an action of, a, of man in obedience. Victory requires a word from God, and it requires us to activate obedience to the word in order to get victory. Where does an arrow go? Where does an arrow go when it's released? When it's shot? I got five people that said the end. Come on, say it again. Where does the arrow go? Because before you be, before you destroy, hallelujah, or, get con or conquer in the land, you got to conquer in the sky. You got to conquer in the spiritual realm. You got to conquer in the... Before you can hit the ground, you got to conquer the spiritual realm. Before you ever get victory, you got to conquer up there first. Is anybody here willing to conquer? Stand to your feet with me tonight. Hallelujah. The earth is one in the air first. The earth is one in the spiritual realm first. There's no one in this building, not even your pastor, can get victory if he doesn't fight it first in the spiritual I ask God to give us understanding of what the spiritual is. The real victory in this scene was won. On, it wasn't won on the battlefield. It was won behind the scenes. You want to know why some people here in this building are anointed? Not because of what you see them doing here. It's what they do in their war room. In a secret place. You see them worshiping the Lord. They don't have to pay the rent. That's striking. You see them, amen, going through a divorce and they're still worshiping. Striking. In pain. Sacrificing. 
believing God. Don't make the mistake that this king, because of, you know why he messed up? You know why? If you, if you dig deep, deeper, was he knew of God, but had no relationship with him. He knew the God of Israel, but had no relationship. So because he didn't have no relationship, he couldn't identify the spiritual realm. When the opportunity arose of the revelation, prophetic revelation, he couldn't understand it. You will never be able to understand what God is trying to speak to you if you're not spiritual. And you don't have a relationship with him. Don't, and God is not going to talk to you and prophesy to you when you think he needs to do it. He's going to do it in the most awkward position and situation that is not going to make any sense. And you're going to miss the purpose. You're going to miss the arrow. You're going to miss the calling. Amen. Hallelujah. When God spoke to me, it was in a time that I didn't understand it. Amen. But I was positioned in the right place. With my spiritual ear. Lord, strike my ear to hear you clearly. Hallelujah. Real victories are won in our private life. Real victories are won in our private life. God is watching you there. If you're not striking there and you're waiting to come on Sunday to strike, you're just like this king. Half-hearted, half-committed, and expecting breakthrough. It's not going to happen. Come on, young people. Real victories are won in, private, in, in, in our private life, in the bedchamber of our prayer life. Matthew chapter 6, verse 6 says, When you pray, go into your room. I'll say that again. When you pray, go into your room. Yeah, we come on Tuesday to pray here, but where are you praying in your room? Do you have a spot? Do you, you have a spot where you're, where you're striking for, for your dreams to come alive? That you know that your dreams are connected to kingdom and you're saying, God, make a way. I need this business and, and I'm going to bless your kingdom, God. And I know I'm going to be blessed as well, God. Oh, hallelujah. My marriage is going south, God. And I'm, I'm just believing you. When you pray, go into your room. Close the door and pray to your father who is unseen then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you where 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 is God going to reward you so God rewarded him in public he shot the arrow indoors and God hallelujah, blessed him outdoors come on somebody hallelujah he shot his arrow from inside and God blessed him outside come on somebody somebody ought to be, begin to shoot the arrow There are things that you have to do in the natural intended to activate the spiritual realm. In the natural. So my last question before we end this service. How will you use your arrows today? After this word. Are you going to give up? Let me see the hands of those who have dreams. That God spoke to them in dream. Like Joseph, come on. Who kept striking in prison striking in temptation striking accused striking striking grounds everywhere in the, in the whole process striking believing God how many know they got how many have purpose here how many have let, let me see the hands of those who have petitions to the Lord to do certain something I've been there your pastor stopped one time striking too. And the Lord said, strike again. He's a God of second chances. He's a God that says, you know what? If you, can, if you just turn it around and get it right again, I got your back. Lord, I need to see you strike. Can you strike again? Can you strike again? You got calling. You got purpose. You got a gift. Amen. And you just set it down. And God is saying, pick up your arrow. Pick your bow up again. Let's start shooting again. Who's willing to shoot the arrow? Who's willing to obey? Who's willing to believe God? Anybody here willing to believe God? Anybody willing to pick up their, their, their weapon again? 
Maybe your weapon is a gift of, of worshiping. Maybe your weapon, amen, is clapping your hands. Maybe your weapon is just being a greeter. Maybe your weapon is being an usher. Maybe your weapon is being a preacher, a prophet, amen, just a good person. Maybe your weapon is just smiling. Somebody got to pick it up again. Shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it again. I said, Pastor, when I, when I got weary because of this COVID, and, and this is a timely word because it applies to your pastor too. I got tired. And I couldn't pray no more the way I used to pray. But these last three days, man, two in the morning, three in the morning, I got my dog confused. My dog Halo is looking at me seriously again. Literally looking at me like, what is wrong with you? This is not the routine. Because I said, you know what? God promised TLC something. And I'm going to strike until I see it fulfilled. I'm going to strike until Fort Pierce is completed. I'm going to strike although I don't got strength. Although I'm tired. Although I may be weak. I'm striking for my children. I'm striking for the young people of TOC. I'm striking for the families that are coming. I'm striking for the future of, your, of the church and your, your life. Strike. Can somebody strike with me tonight? I need to see your feet strike. Let your feet be an arrow today. Strike with me. Come on. Strike. 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 Strike the head of the devil. Strike the head of the serpent. Strike it. Strike it. I remember last year I was I was I was striking all by myself for a bass player. We haven't had a bass player here for two years or three or even more. And I said, God, we need a, we need a bass player. Look over there. Because somebody kept striking. Come on, give it up for him. Today is his first day striking at TOC. Come on, he's striking at TOC. Come on, the dreams got to come alive. If you got gifts, you better start coming alive today. Come alive. Strike, strike for Jesus. When you strike for God, he will strike for you. When you strike for God, he will strike for your children. He will strike for the next generation. It may seem that it's taking too long. But if God said it, he will do it. Not in your timing. And his timing because when he does it it lasts when he does it it's 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 longevity when he does it it's good father i pray right now for every life here today look the tile that i got here to strike did not strike in the spanish did not crack in the spanish service this is prophetic. God is saying something just broke in this church. Something that was holding back the growth and the blessing just crack right now. Come on, somebody just help me crack the enemy's plan. Somebody just help me in this church. I need some leaders to come forward and help me strike. Come on, take an arrow. Take an arrow. Help me, help me strike it. Strike it. Strike it. I need somebody to strike it. Come on, if you're here, strike it for me. Help me strike. Strike it for the Lord. Strike it. Strike your arrow. Strike it. I can't do this by myself. I can't do it by myself. Help me strike. Help me strike. The devil is defeated. Higher destiny. Purpose, strike it. All the plans of the devil is broken. It's broken. It's broken. Come on. Don't look at it like crazy. Don't look at it like it's crazy. Don't look at it like it's crazy. That's what the king did. He said they're crazy. He said the prophet is crazy. But the prophet said if you were to strike it two more times. 
beat. Strike, strike. Don't stop. Don't stop. Don't stop. Until you see the glory of God. It's breaking. It's breaking. It's broken. It's broken. Come on, somebody worship. Somebody worship. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What God predestined for your life will come to pass. Strike it, Valentina. Strike it, Jesse. You've been here a long time. Strike it. Strike it for the kingdom. Strike it for the Lord. Strike it for your family. Strike it for the next generation. Strike it for revival, for healing, for salvation. Strike! Hallelujah! 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 Come on, give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a praise. It's by faith. It's by faith. We do it in faith. We do it believing. We're not gonna give up. 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 I will see my children heal. I will see my children saved in the name of Jesus. My marriage saved in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Strike it like you mean it. Strike it. It's prophetic. It's prophetic. It's prophetic. It's prophetic. There it is. There it is. There it is. An act of faith. An act of faith. An act of faith. An act of faith. I pray the Lord hears everyone that's striked, everyone that's struck, everyone that was striking, and those that struck, that were striking from afar. Strike it, strike it, strike it, strike it, strike it, come on, that's right, that's right, that's right, in the name of Jesus, healing is happening right now, in the name of Jesus, come on, come on, come on, Complete restoration. Complete restoration. We don't want partial miracles. Come on, there's some pain here. There's pain here. There's pain. There's history. There's a story behind their banging. There's a process behind their banging. There's a process behind their striking. Hear them, Lord! Hear them, Lord! Hear them, Lord! Oh, I can feel the glory. I feel deliverance happening right now. I feel breakthrough happening right now. There it is. There it is. Receive it. Receive it. Out, out, out. Now, now, now. Breakthrough in the spiritual realm. Deliverance as they walk home. Lord, take the arrow. Guide the arrow, Lord. Guide it. Guide it. You know where it needs to go, Lord. Pierce the heart. Pierce the heart of the unbeliever. Pierce the heart of the unbeliever. Give us faith to believe, Lord. Don't let us be like this king, y'all. Oh, hash. He stopped believing. 
we believe, we believe, you believe it, you believe it, he sees it right now, he sees it right now. He sees it. Carlos, he sees it. He's hearing the noise right now. He's hearing the noise. He's hearing the sound of your striking. It's a spiritual sound now. It's a spiritual sound greater than what we can hear right now in this building. Hey, Baba. I don't know if you understand me today, right now. Stop the music. Please stop the music. It's a different sound going out right now. There's a different echo going up. There's an echo. There's an echo. I can hear the echo. It's going miles from here. It's going miles from here. It's unseen, but he sees it. Hear the sound, God. Hear the sound of your people. Hear the sound of your people, God. It's a spiritual sound going up now. It's a celestial sound going up. It's echoing. It's echoing. It's going further than you think. It's going deeper than you think. It's going deep. It's going deep. Don't give up. Don't get discouraged. It's happening in the spiritual realm right now. It's happening. And it will be manifested in the natural. That says the Lord. That says the Lord. Church, church, church. New tongues. You've been forgiven. You've been restored. You've been forgiven. You've been restored. But I need you to strike in your secret place. It's not what people see. It's what God sees behind closed doors. Thus says the Lord. Ibasada, you made many mistakes. But God can redeem you tonight. And restore you tonight. We all been there. I've been there. But if you strike me. If you strike me. In spirit and in truth. If you strike me with no hidden agendas, if you strike me with all your heart, strike me like you strike other things that Ababawosha says, says the Lord. Strike me with the intensity that you hit and strike other things, says the Lord. Nothing will move unless you strike me. Strike me with passion. Strike me with purity. Strike me in the way I know you can. You're holding back your blessing. You're losing your blessing because you're not striking me in the right way. But you can turn it around with this word tonight. The Lord says, make it personal with me first. Oh, hallelujah. They're going deeper. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray right now. That every sound that was made today does not return void, but it, it, it is taken by your hands, God. And it will do what it was sent out to do for your glory, God. We will testify. 
In Jesus' mighty name, I pray right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Come on, give it up for them. Amen. Give it up for everyone in this church right now who has begun to strike the Lord in spirit and in truth. Come on. Come on, if you are striking God in spirit and in truth, give him your best praise for one second, for one minute. Come on. Come on. Come on. Send your arrow of the worship. Maybe I just want you to clap one more time. Maybe I need you to scream one more time. Shout one more time. Shout one more time. Give him your best praise. Come on, TOC. Come on, church. Hey. Holy, holy, holy. He's moving. He's moving. He's moving. Look out the window. Look out the window. God, give them spiritual eyes to see out the window. Victory is accomplished. Victory is taken. Victory is happening. Victory. Victory. 